You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Sports Day for Kia's EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie owned, made for South Australia. Yeah, good evening, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey, Sports Day SA. If you want to give us a call, 822 um, a hot topic for tyre power. Think safety this July. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local tyre pass. Welcome the great man, Malcolm Jack Blight. Bloody, how are you? Uh, David, I'm really well. And uh, you, you played your golf today and didn't have a bad round, you uh, said? I played, played pretty solid. A couple of little slip-ups at the end, but was around the leaderboard, which is nice after the very poor effort last week. Um, and you got a big weekend with the Crows 25th Fifth, yeah, reunion. Uh, starting tomorrow night and then Saturday at the footy and then Sunday a little uh, social event. So... Yeah, it's going to be pretty full on, and it'd be nice to catch up with some boys from the, all those years ago. Talking crows, only one change. Yeah, um, Josh Worrell. We, we, well, he's actually, been playing well. well. Yeah, everyone's talked about him, hasn't he? He's just played the one game. Um, I'd have to say this has probably been a long time coming, David, hasn't it? He's been the one that everyone's spruced yeah. as being the guy that probably should get another look in. And it's it's come about because Tom Duday's out. Uh, as you know, he got wounded last week. Managed or something. Yeah, week, uh, yeah, and uh, so that that's good. It's, it's sort of one for one. He's been playing at the back, hasn't he, as a defender? Yeah, the, the emergencies uh, Cook, Himmelberg, Scholl and Davis, one will be the sub, but Miller are perhaps a little bit lucky. He hasn't yeah. done a lot since coming back. No. I think they're playing him out of position too. I'd, yeah. I'd like to see actually Wayne Miller off a half-back flank. Yeah, just leave him there. Yeah, you're probably a bit, right. A bit of class. Yeah. Uh, Port Adelaide, uh, they've got some more substantial outs actually. Now, they've omitted... Tom Cleary, it seems to be Cleary, um, look, he's been up and down for the last two or three years. Yes, he has. Uh, Willem Drew has played pretty well all year. He's out. Um, Bonner and Houston. Houston, uh, Bonner's with the whack, protocol yeah. and, and Houston concussion. And yeah. for Collingwood, my check, that's a big out for them there. Yeah, he's, he's an important player for them. Centre forward. Degoe comes back in a big in. And Josh Carmichael, the young boy from Westies, has done some good things too since uh, coming back. He's been omitted to it at this stage. Might be the Medi sub. And turn of the game for Ollie Wine. Spoke with him last night. And Tom Jonas, congratulations to both those boys. Yeah, and I should mention it again. There's Shane Edwards, Richmond, we mentioned last night, 300 games. Incredible. Yeah. Been a, hasn't he – he's been – I'd say his disposals have been effective. He's, he's played mainly forward, maybe a bit of wing. But he's actually been a smart player, hasn't he? I think better than effective. He, yeah. When he gets one, he generally gives it to his I, I love the way he used to tap the ball. And, you know, just smart player. And, of course, the great. I mean, he'll be a great. He's a Hall of Famer, Joel Selwood, 350 games. Actually, I remember the year that Gary Ablett uh, won the medal, one of, one of his one years. Joel ran second. And Gary, re- I was sitting at the table with him, he said, oh, wouldn't it be great if we tied? You know, obviously his great mate from his Geelong days. Yeah. And uh, anyhow, Gary ended up winning it and Joel was just behind him. So, But uh, we've talked about him. I mean, he's averaged 22 games a year. 
nearly 73% win rate. Uh, what did he th- rank in your all? Yeah, look, players. he's going to be one of those, isn't he? Trouble is, when you look at midfielders, you know, you've got to start looking at... Oh. He'd be in the top... Three or four at Geelong, though, wouldn't he? Over yeah, the, over I'd time, say so, yeah. With everything he's yeah, done. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Captain, best and fairest, uh, 350 yeah, games, games yeah, premierships. Th- three premierships, yeah. Yeah, he's going to... All Australians. Yeah, he's going to be in the conversation along with Gary Ablett Senior, Gary Ablett Junior, probably also, say, a Doug Wade, you know, when he was there at full forward. And you're probably starting to... And after that... Like a Hocking or, or get, even, Bartell or uh, Scarlett. Yeah, yeah. Those sort. Enright? Yep, oh, uh, Enright, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. So that, he's in that conversation now, isn't he? And if you go back to the 60s, and it's a long time ago, there were some very good players that played and played in premierships at Geelong there too, including guys like Bob Davis who ended up coaching Dan them. Dan Kerbis yeah, played a lot of games. Yeah, Bruce and Ian, Ian were terrific players, yeah. Polly Farmer was there. Yeah, we'll see Polly. They've had some good ones actually when you think about it, don't they? Yeah. And um, we've got uh, Jason on the line. Hi. Good evening, Jason. Good day, guys. How are you? Good, Jason. To Adelaide Quills, I feel you made a big mistake not renewing Brad Crouch's contract to any club who may be listening online to AA from Victoria. Get this guy. He will help you if you are struggling for experience. Even my club in Perth, Vertical Eagles, if you're struggling for experience, get Brad Crouch. He's contracted, Jason, for another year, but I, I don't think the, the club are that keen to keep him. That's why I'm saying to other clubs, get him, get him, get him quickly. Okay. Jason, I, I actually agree with you. He's not the worst player going around. Just oh, no. We always said he wished he'd use his legs, and I'll, I'll repeat it. I think he was badly coached. Not badly coached. He wasn't wisely coached early in his career because he could handball. He was an All-Australian. I mean, All the year they played in the grand final, him and Brad Crouch, the, his brother, you know, they, they got a lot of the ball. But see, even then when you got the final test, they didn't run. And if you can't run, you can't play. Hard to play. But you suggested someone like the Sydney Swans with those good outside players now. They've got Golden oh, yeah. and Warner, they those sort of guys. Yeah, and, yeah. and Josh Kennedy. And Josh Kennedy. Yeah. yeah, I reckon that was a really good suggestion. Well, there's only a couple of clubs I reckon he'd, he'd fit into. But um, like you say, he, he reads the ball well. He gets plenty of it. But you need guys that – but he can still do what you're saying, Malcolm, get it and first thought run, but he doesn't do that. It's no. ingrained in him to get it, look around, sometimes handball backwards, sideways, forward. But um, he can still, if you said, Matt, every time you get the ball, I want you to take five steps. Yeah. Wonder how, wonder how that would work. Yeah, you do. But you give him one out to go nine out of ten. Because I, I actually, I didn't mind blokes getting caught holding the ball sometimes because it actually stopped the game. I actually didn't mind it. Uh, so, hey, listen, I just want to do something with you. Now, I'm going to mention this. We'll, we'll talk about the games again in a minute. But Angus Brayshaw today signed... They were talking yesterday that oh, I'll wake, make them mine up shortly. Anyhow, they've announced today he signed a six-year deal. So Angus Brayshaw goes to 2028, six years. Christian Petrarca, the other, very, you know, Norm Smith medalist, yep. goes to 2029 with his deal. And the other great young midfielder, Clayton Oliver, goes to 2030. Mate, that is a six, seven and eight years from now. These blokes are going to do miles a Long kimmel, how do you say it? Kilometres? Yeah. Kilometres, kilometers, whatever you say. I'll be 70 in, when Oliver's <laughs> finishes the contract, probably. Isn't that, I mean, it's scary. I mean, but but Angus at the moment is really just a halfback flanker. The other two boys, yeah. at least in the midfield. Well, my thoughts, and, and I stick to this, unless you're an absolute, unless you're Dustin Martin, a danger field, 
maybe three or four players going around. Six years is a long while. He's had concussion issues. Yeah, yes. He's had injury issues. Yeah. And things can I, – I reckon it takes the hunger away from him when you get six or seven – and. Oh. And Brody Grundy got seven. Look what's happened oh, there. Yeah, that's Hasn't a, played this year. No, no. And, and there's injuries. I mean, you're always running the risk of injury. In what's any a fair home. term for you? I, I always think? thought four? four. Yeah. Four's plenty. Four's plenty. In your prime, 24 to 28, and then have a look at it, 25 to 29, then have another look at it well, then. Well, see, Brayshaw's just got to go to Melbourne and say, look, if you don't give it to me, I'll go back. To Essendon. Yeah. I mean, there I'll, was talk here, we'll go to Perth. I mean, there was Essendon and West Coast Eagles or Frio. And I mean, that... Whether that happened or not, managers have probably got to do that a bit to get their dollars. But I, I just – how do you know that happened? I mean, it's just smoke and mirrors. See, Oliver's a wonderful player. Petrarca is too. But yeah. that's a long way out, isn't it? If you said, uh, I'll see you in 2030, what are we, 2022? Yeah. It's eight years away. Well, they did it for Buddy. He got nine. Buddy's got worked. I think Buddy's one of the few that's worked. Alistair Lynch did it up in Brisbane to start with, didn't he? Yeah, but they had to because they had nothing. Yeah, but, but that – You'd say that worked and probably didn't. Yeah, but that, but that was a different environment, wasn't it? That was it was it was the old Fitzroy thing, and Alastair came from there. I sort of half went along with it. No, I didn't. I didn't. It's too long. I thought it was too I long. Think Tom Lynch signed seven at Richmond. Rich, yeah, and Jeremy Cameron the same at Geelong. Yeah, Geelong. yeah I know. that's what they want these days, Malcolm. They want it, and they can get it. I don't. You can't blame the player. No, 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 no. That's not not the issue. We're just going buy another house now. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, mate, that is so so much. Hey, um, talking about we've got some really interesting game, a big game of footy coming up this weekend. You know how we've we've all done predictions of the ladder and some of the games this week are just going to be, and we'll do our tips a little bit later. It'll be interesting to see, particularly when you go Fremantle and Melbourne on Friday night. I mean, that's going to have a Tossing he- up on that one. A hell of a say. And then on Saturday, you've got the Geelong Cats and the Western Bulldogs. That's going to have a hell of a say on the whole thing. And then Richmond playing Brisbane on Sunday. I mean, they are defining moments for this eight. Anyhow, so what I did, I got the predicted ladder, right? Ups and downs. And let's just say we've now finished the season and this, this is the prediction of finals week one. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Week one, Geelong are playing Fremantle. First are playing fourth. So that will be at the MCG? Yep. Yeah, I would go the Cats there. You go the Cats? Yep. Uh, the elimination final. Oh, Melbourne, is. Melbourne, who may finish fifth. This is a prediction, right? Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, all right, we'll go with it. Melbourne are playing Carlton, MCG, fifth versus eighth. This is a prediction for the last uh, for the first round of the finals. Who do you like? Melbourne or Carlton? Melbourne, no, once again, I've got to go with the Demons. Okay. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I would right now. Yeah, okay. So this is where they, they think it's going to la- – this could all change if Melbourne beat Fremantle in perfectly. Yeah, that's, that's right, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, only, no, I'll, uh, go, I'll go the flow. No, no, just be- only because, I mean, it's you know, we should listen back to this too. Now, the elimination final would be Brisbane Lions 6 playing Western Bulldogs 7th with the Bulldogs coming into a bit of form. Oh, and that game would be in Brisbane. Brisbane. But probably fine weather, which the bullies love. love. That's a 50-50 for me. It is. Um, I'd, I'd give the Bulldogs a big chance there. So, so would I, actually. Well, that's how they, they did it in 16. Yeah, they did indeed. So, yeah. Uh, and the final one would be the qualifying final. This is if it all happens this way. Uh, Sydney, uh, second. Gee, the, the, yeah, they, could sneak. they got the best draw coming home. Yeah, and beat Collingwood, who are, would finish third under this system. Who yeah, would you go there? I, I'd probably go that game in Sydney. Sydney. 
their run homes, um, Greater Western Sydney, North Melbourne, Collingwood, St Kilda. They could win all four, couldn't they? They could certainly. That's could. why they probably got them in second position. Um, no, would, I, would, uh, if, I'd go Sydney there. You tell me now, and when the premiers, when someone holds the cup up aloft, we all talk about that great team because they are great teams because they win it. And everyone says, oh, well, yeah, they were the greatest team for the year. But you look at every story now, since Melbourne have had this fall down the ladder and Geelong have had the fall, have a look at what's said after they win. They say, oh, they were the best team for the year. And they weren't. No, no one can tell me right now who was the absolute favourite for the flag. Can you? No, after round 10, I could have. Yeah. It was Melbourne. Yep. I think right now, though, right now, the way they're playing, you'd have to give Geelong a... I think favouritism, wouldn't you? Today? Right right now. Right, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. And they'll probably win the next four. Yeah. That yep. means they've won 12 or 13 on the trot, Tro- so they have to be. Yeah. yeah but but I, I still got a nagging doubt about them. If, Melbourne, if they played Melbourne in the MCG, I've still got a nagging doubt about Geelong. Heaven forbid, and this, this is, you, you don't say this because, and I have seen it happen with teams, if a guy like Jeremy Cameron was injured or could do a hamstring, which he's had some issues with. Oh, it changes the whole, whole dynamics. Doesn't it? Or Hawkins yeah. is out. Uh, yeah. And what about Dusty, uh, you know, hasn't been playing for Richmond, so that's why they wobble. I mean, those those very, those very players that actually change games. And I know it's never one player. We know that. But some – I call uh, – you keep, I keep saying, the igniters. Well, I reckon that game you're up at the Gabba, it was one player. Dustin Martin, Martin turned course, that oh. game on his head. And I was giving the votes. Without him – Norm Smith medal. Yeah. He'd already won two, and I had a bit of favourite of mine, Andrew McLeod at the Crows won two, as did Gary Ayres, the great Gary Ayres. And I said, he's going to have to play really well to get my three votes, but it was so, it so, it was obvious. so obvious. And it happened just before half time, didn't it? Kicked the goal, yeah. came in, and the rest is history. Yep. What a wonderful player. Hey, a big show to come. We're going to speak with Collingwood's John Noble. Oh, yes, yes. Or son of David. Yes. And they've been involved in so, so many um, close games. But for your chance to win a corporate box experience for you and a mate at the Adelaide Oval, enter at iCanWin.com.au. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Yeah, and for expert car service, book online at repcoservice.com. And also Weeks, discover a better way to build Weeks homes, discover different. Just repeating those changes, Adelaide, only the one. A due day's out, managed, uh, a bit sore, and Worrell uh, gets a chance. So, And Port Adelaide, they have a few out and, uh, and a few wins. Drew, Cleary, Bonner, and Houston are out. So, um, yep, some big ones there. Okay, let's see if we can find a winner for expert greyhound racing tips. Follow the Dogs SA on Twitter or check out Greyhound Racing SA on Facebook. Remember, gamble responsibly. Let's welcome the great man, Toddy Gray. Hi, Todd. Hey, boys. How are we doing? We are going well. Now, I know you've done your homework. Are, you, are we looking good this week? Uh, I reckon so, lads. I'm a bit of a flop a fortnight back, so I need to redeem myself because I threw out the M-word last week, lads. Moral. Oh, sorry, two weeks ago. Moral, and I don't use that word lightly. And, ooh, it was a long way from a moral, and I'll take all the blame. Well, we still trust. We have trust in the R. So what, oh, have you, what, what have you got for us tonight, mate? Uh, the best bet, lads, not too far away uh, in about half an hour's time. Race two, number one, Dashing Deb. Uh, look, she, uh, only, she is a maiden, so she hasn't won a race yet, but I think that changes tonight. Uh, she's only had the four starts and behind some pretty handy dogs who have went on to win multiple races. Uh, look, she has her draw tonight. She wants box one. She gets box one, and she has a wide runner in two, which is going to give her a little bit of cover, a bit of a shepherd on that first turn. 
Uh, look, I can't see. She probably won't lead out of boxes, but from that draw, I can't see why she won't be in front about 100 metres in just as they go around the first turn to the catching pen. And if she finds the front, she's pretty solid out, out front. Um, I'll be very disappointed if she gets run down. So she's around about the $3 mark at the moment. Yep, I think she takes the front pretty early on and just proves too hard to beat. So race two, number one, Dashing Deb, to get us off to a good start. And you've got another one in race seven. I do. Race seven, number seven, Runaway Lad. Now, this might be a bit ambitious, but this bloke's $17. Now, there's only two dividends here, but I can't believe he's 17 bucks. to be honest with you, boys. Um, he's going great since changing kennel. He's with a bloke called Damien Bates now. Only has a couple of dogs in the backyard. And he's gave this old boy a new lease on life. He hasn't missed a place in his last six starts. We've only got the two dividends here, unfortunately. But this favourite is a dollar fifty, and there's every chance the eight is the key in this race. There's every chance the eight can hassle it for the front. And if that happens, I think we sit third. We smoke the pipe, ready to run them down in the last hundred or so metres. But in saying that, we have to dodge the eight at box rise. Um, so you'll know your fate within fifty metres here. If we dodge the eight, oh, these are delicious odds. If we don't. I still don't mind having a share, even if we don't do it, especially for a place chance. Yeah, that's two two dividends, wasn't it, you said? Yep. There is, yes. Only the five runners in that, yep. unfortunately, with a few scratchings. But, yeah, you get around about $6 the place. Look, if they take each other on, he's the strongest last-section dog in this race. He's a big chance. Oh, fantastic. Now, Tony, when the dogs finish racing, do, do most of them find a nice home? Uh, yeah, oh, yes, they yes they do. Uh, there's plenty. If you go on the um, Gap SA website right now on Facebook, there is so many videos. We had a we had a whole week of uh, called Doggo Week last week, and we ended up adopting out 20 plus dogs and fostering a bunch more. Um, yeah, they do. Um, I know personally, um, not even the dogs I've got now, but like the last few dogs I owned before this litter I'm involved with now. Uh, they all ended up going to retirement villages and everything like that to be like the village pets and everything. And they, they love it up there. One of them's actually the reason why they had to build a fence around the pool. He kept jumping in at the bunkers. <laughs> actually, you see more and more around the streets too, oh, don't you? So walking around. Yeah, lovely looking dogs. Oh, they're beautiful looking dogs. I love them. Oh, they are. I'm, I'm biased. I'm obviously, I'm biased, but um, no, they are. They won't, all dogs are loyal, but there's something about a greyhound which just, just, just ticks all the boxes for mine. Great stuff. Uh, Toddy Gray there is always for Greyhound Racing SA. No one runs the dogs like South Australia. And uh, you want to quickly go through this? Yeah, I just want to – Port Adelaide are, are interesting, aren't they? They've made those changes this week, as we've mentioned. Jones, McKenzie and Dersma come in. Drew, Cleary, Bonner and Houston are out. Yep. So, And they're playing at the MCG. And now, there is a mathematical impossibility almost, you know. Yeah. But this is who they, they play Collingwood. Then they, the next three games – David, Richmond and Adelaide Oval. Well, that would, I think that, should, they, they, they should win that, no, but if, yeah. they lose to, if they do lose this week, suddenly all the air's out of your I tires. know, but just having a look at the next three. Essendon. Away. At, away. That's no gimme. No. And then Adelaide, Adelaide. at the last one. So they could win. Seriously, if they all get going, they could win a lot of them. Yeah. They've had the toughest draw in the last eight or ten weeks. Yeah, but Look at they played. Yeah, but you're getting... You, yeah, but we know that. I reckon the they draws. lose one more, though. You just Yeah, that, that's probably true. But if something happened above them, that would give them 12 wins with a reasonable percentage. just want to play, play something here, too. This is Cal Toomey on Josh Dunkley. Apparently, he's a bit of interest from, from Port Adelaide. Yeah, still no clarity on it, to be honest. He has a long-term contract offer in front of him for the dogs. So there's obviously interest there to keep him. They want to keep him. But there's also interest out there from rivals, including Port Adelaide, who we wrote today. Uh, on inside trading, are among the clubs pursuing him. So, of course, his partner does play netball in Adelaide for the Thunderbirds. So there is that link there in South Australia. But 
two years after wanting to walk out to Essendon. His, his value is different now, but he's played every game, averaged 25 disposals. So had a pretty strong season, but we're obviously at round 20, guys, and he's still weighing things up there with the power well in the mix if he decides to look around. Yeah, all the rumours going around, he'd be a good fit anyway. I think Josh Dunkley, he's a ball magnet. Now, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator, or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package. We're going to take a break. Coming up soon, Johnny Noble. Sports Day for Kia's EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Malcolm Blight and David Wildey for weeks. Discover a better way to build. Weeks homes discover different. And also Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. They've been that, Malcolm, for 21 years in a row. Just remember that name, Polaris. Well, John Noble, uh, it's a great story, isn't it? So 62 games, he he was picked up off the rookie list uh, or the mid-year. Mid-year um, draft, yeah. And he's really never looked back. He's playing some super footy. So too at Collingwood. Now, you, you're saying they may be lucky or they're the great escapists, but, gee, they're playing some good footy and, and John joins us now. John, thanks for your time. How are you? Thanks, guys. Very well. Very well. How are you? It is amazing. Um, Collingwood, the resurgence of Collingwood, the new coach. Um, I mean, a lot of the players are the same you've had in, in recent years, but you're playing consistent footy. Even if you lost those games, it's been consistent, uh, very rarely blown away. Yeah. it's um, Look, it's a very pleasing, I think, outcome the last you know couple of months with, with how close our games have been. But, um, yeah, I mean, we've obviously had a lot of changes in the last, you know, 12 to 18 months. And I think the refreshing faces and, and game plan and, and style that we're, we're playing with at the moment is really, um, it's really going our way at the moment and we're, we're loving every minute of it. Take us through that last 40 seconds. Incredible, really. It looked like the Bombers were home. They missed a shot with a minute or so to go. Um, where were you? What, was, uh, what were you thinking? And, um, and Elliot, of course, finished in, in fine style. Yeah. Um, oh, unbelievable last couple of minutes um i was i was our last rotation i think or one of our last rotations so i was i was on the bench looking helplessly um at that stage but um yeah no just amazing energy on the bench um you know for for us to to make a play like that in the last 25 30 seconds and for um yeah for jamie to finish the way he did is um you know is a, is a class class act and um yeah we walk away with four points which is um which is amazing John, just before I go, I just want to go back to something which I think it was a highlight for me of the, of the season. And as it turned out, it was it was actually a magnificent highlight for the family of Nobles. And after the North Melbourne game, North Melbourne playing Collingwood, your your dad John, uh, uh, damn, I'm going, David David sought you out and had a big hug after the game. I, I go, I, oh, that's fantastic. I mean, that you've just been to war with each other, football war, and then. Father and son hugged it. Was it was a really really good look. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it's very special. Um, you know, I think, like you said, it's 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 work for for two and a half three hours, and um, you know, away from that, it's obviously to to the fans and supporters, it means so much. And um, you know, for for me to go to battle against my dad was, was something that I hold very special to me, and and so does he. So, um, you know, to embrace like that after after a game. It was um, was tough. Fought in the end. Was um, yeah. It was very special. Yeah, and we know what happened after that. And I mean, obviously, um, you know, I mean, he lost his job. And hey, coach for too long, mate. You're always going to lose it. But it was sad that that's gone. How, how is he? I mean, I, I'd like to have a chat to him. But 
we just got to let him settle down a bit. How have you found uh, Dad after the, he's finished at North Melbourne? Yeah, he's been he's been okay. I mean, it's obviously a tough period um, with obviously what transpired, and um, but yeah, he's he's um, he's gone back home to, to Queensland and he's been able to spend some some quality time with um, you know my mum Sarah and sister Jess and, and little nephew Jackson and, and Dean um, Jess's husband. So yeah, I think he's he's been able to to go back and have a breather and spend some, like I said, some quality time with family that he hasn't actually had to over the last couple of years. And, um, and yeah, I think he's just having a a breather and and resetting himself and and processing it. But, um, yeah, he, he always holds in, holds himself very well in these sorts of scenarios. No, he's been a great bloke, regular on our show for, for many, many years. Now tell us the difference. Um, Buckley goes, McRae comes in, you look far more attacking. You go through the middle. You're kicking more goals. Um, what's been what's been the the major difference? Because you've been there, you had a couple of years, two or three years with with Nathan, and 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 uh, Craig comes in. It's, it's it's just been amazing results. It has, it has. Um, yeah, I think look, different coaches come in and have different perspectives with their own personal footy journeys, and um, you know, Bucks was an amazing coach. You know, not just for me personally, but you know, for the club for a very long time, and um, you know, very unlucky not to have success under his own belt as a coach. But um, you know, like I said, far coming in, he's got his own um, thoughts about the game, and, and obviously our list and, and how he wanted to to play with his weapons that he's got at his disposal. And um, like I said earlier, you know, fresh faces, and he's got amazing support around him with you know Bolt, Slepper, Scoot. Um, you know, Hayden Skitworth and, and also our development coaches as well. Um, you know, they give him a lot of perspective and um yeah, I think we're just we're just enjoying the the fresh feel around the place and um yeah, I think we have genuine care for each other. It's an amazing game now, John. You you look at a bulldog side, they never stay still. There's never anyone just going back and on the mark and waiting to for the for the herd to come in and block any holes. Collingwood play a bit similar. In your own game, I think you always look to pick up the ball and break lines. That, um, and you have to, I suppose, uh, so they can't form a wall in front of you. Yeah, I think you do to a point. Um, and, you know, different oppositions present, you know, different obstacles each week. And, um, you know, I think we've developed a few weapons that we can use to, to manipulate those, I guess, bumps in the road and um you know we've got amazing talent in in all areas of our of our field and and team at the moment um which allow us to do those things so you know i think the top end of of the ladder teams are starting to to pick apart what works what doesn't work in the in the modern era and um and yeah i think that's just what we're doing at the moment really well quain or how more maynard yourself have been down back are you playing a bit of um you're playing a little bit of uh, wing as well? Uh, I've rotated through the wing a little bit, um, but permanently back at the moment. But permanently back. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I'll just a little frog in my throat. Going f- more, with more signing, Darcy Moore signed a really long-term contract. Uh, Brody Grundy signed a really long-term contract. When you see that announced as a teammate of that, do you actually say that's fantastic because they're mates of yours now? Or do you say, geez, that's a bit long? Oh, I think no, it's definitely a massive celebration. Um, you know, any player that sticks around at a club and an environment that you're building and, and you want to be a part of is something that we all celebrate and get around each other. Um, you know, I think the group that we've got at the moment has built really strong continuity with our relationships off-field. Um, 
and um, and you know we're supporting each and every one of us in in different areas of our lives, not just footy, but away from footy as well. It might be study, it might be someone completing a diploma or a degree or whatever it is. Um, you know, we're very much in the in the caring space at the moment. So, no, I certainly see that as a as a massive you know celebration to be able to stick around and and spend as much time with those sorts of players and people um, as you can is um is something we're very fortunate to to be able to do. Our guest is Collingwood's John Noble. Now, John, I want a snapshot on two players, one an old player and one a young player. Uh, Scotty Pendlebury, I know Blighty rates him in some of the best players he's ever seen. Same too with me. I mean, I'm sure you guys do. And young Nick Dacos, who's just taken the, the footy world by storm. If you can just give us a bit on those two. Yeah, Pendles, I mean, like you just said, Pendles is obviously in conversations with one of the greatest players Um of all, know, of all time, isn't it? Of all time, yeah, in the in the competition. So, um, no, nah, he's a, he's an amazing, amazing leader, an amazing person, and you know the care and hunger that he has for us at the moment as a group is is inspirational. And um, you know his guidance and, and support, not just from players but for coaches and, and staff around our club, is is instrumental and, and vital for the for the way we're going at the moment. Um, you know he's done it for so long now, and. It's um it's a real credit to himself and the way he he goes about it. He's an ultimate professional. So um, I mean that's Pendles and that's who we've come to know and love. And um and yeah, Nick, he's um yeah he's going really well at the moment, isn't he? He's um oh. full of confidence. He's you know he bounces off the walls with energy. Um you know we really feed off that. And I think he's really starting to to take a hold of of what he can do and what he can provide for us as as a team player and. Um, you know, when you've got players surrounding you like like Pendles and Steele and you know Jack Cruz, Taylor Adams, you know it's 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 a strong environment to thrive in, and um, you know it can certainly fast track a young player's development, and and Nick certainly taking advantage of that. Yeah, interesting names, all those names you just said. Then thirteen wins and five losses. I know there's been some some narrow uh, wins, but um, they're, they're pretty good names, aren't they? Actually, the Colling- the Collingwood team, when you look at it on paper now, it's got some danger about it, hasn't it? I just want to ask you, just on a personal note, I mean, David mentioned your 62 games, you're in your fourth year. What, what are you actually working on? I mean, no one ever stands still in the game. You've always got to be trying to improve something. What, what, what's something you might be trying to improve at the moment? Uh, I think for me personally at the moment is just consistency. Um, you know, like I said, there's, there's a number of elite players at our club um, that are very meticulous in the way they've prepare for games and the way that they can continue to, to go on the park and perform at a high level each week. And I think for, for myself is just closing that, that gap in terms of your best and your worst. Um, you know, like Pendles, for example, you know, best being out of 10, his worst is probably, you know, an eight. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, just, just picking, picking things out of different people's preparation, um, you know, everything from diet to, to, Sleeping to recovery away from the club, it's, it's all those sort of things that, like you said, you can never really stand still in that sense. And, um, you know, the environment and people that we've got within that, as well as staff as, as players, is, um, is yeah, to continue to, to look to, to, to better yourself as a person, as a player. And I think that's just what I'm going through at the moment. And, um, yeah, there's massive support around me to, to help me do that. Now, I've heard a few Collingwood players and Collingwood people. I was actually with Jeff Brown here on Monday, the president. He was at the great Neil Curley's memorial service. And I was talking to him about lots of things, Collingwood, because he was here. But I was talking about Jamie Elliott. He's 
everyone's claiming that they taught him how to kick goals. Are you also claiming that? <laughs> I'd like to think I, I taught him how to kick goals, but um, no, nah, Bill's, <laughs> Bill's a very talented person, so I think he's looking after that era himself pretty well. Love you run and dash, John, in the back line, whether you're playing back line or with. Is you, do you guard a player specifically, um, like a lockdown, or do you zone off? I mean, a lot, a lot of teams do it differently, next man up, this type of thing. But how does the Collingwood back line work? If, you've, if you're lined up on someone, do you try and stick with that player as much as you can and then run off, or do you, you sort of zone off? No, I think we've got different levers that we can pull depending on who we're playing and, and who we think's, you know, a danger to us. Um, you know, we've got a very um, professional team that scouts different players and we look at vision and, and go to work on, on who we think, like I said, it's going to be dangerous or it causes us any problems. But, um, you know, you've obviously got your keys that, that play on the taller guys and then you've got the smalls that lock away the smalls. But I think we're a pretty... Um, unique team or unique backline in terms of we've got a lot of players that can play flexible, tall, small, medium. Yeah, we've got a lot of flexibility within our group. So, you know, at times we might need to lock away. Other times we might play off a bit. It just depends on who we're playing and, and what we think is going to be, um, I guess, the best solution for us as a team. Um, and that can change week to week. So, yeah, a lot of flexibility. Yes, indeed. Uh, now, week to week, here it comes. Port Adelaide, MCG, what a game. One fifteen Saturday. I mean, they're, they're not dunces. I mean, they haven't had a no. great, great year, but they're still, not, they're still a very capable team. They certainly are. Um, you know, they've, they've been a strong team the last couple of seasons, and um, I think that's what we've become really good at is, is taking each week as it comes, not looking too far ahead and, and treating every opposition, um, you know, the way they deserve. I mean, the competition's becoming more... Even um, as the year goes on, and you know, if you're if you're off just a little bit, you never know what teams can can do. So um, we'll prepare we'll prepare for for Port. Um, you know, no different to what we put against you know North or Eagles or Bulldogs or Freo. You know, we've got to do our homework. We've got to study, and um, yeah, we'll be ready to go. John, really nice to speak with you. And say hello to Dad. As I said, he's been a great part of our show. And if you see him, just say Blighty and Wilde said good day to him. And, and good luck for you for the finals and the rest of the year. Will do. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Coming with John Noble. It's been a good story, Blighty. It, Other it ones is, you like. It is a good story, isn't it? I mean, when you talk, to say, to the Sanford teams that, that lost those sort of players, they're very, very disappointed. But you, you've got to be so, supremely happy for the boy. Yeah. And Carmichael's another one that's oh, yeah, coming yeah, in yeah. and doing okay. Yes, he is, yeah. I've signed him on for 18 months. Yeah. Now, for your chance to win a corporate box experience for you and a mate at the Adelaide Oval, what a great oval it is. Enter at iCanWin.com.au. Sports Day. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage. Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sports Day SA, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey for Lumo SA, powering local footy and fans in South Australia. Switch to Lumo today. And Australia's most wanted the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage cars of the year. A lot of talk about Ken Hinckley the last few weeks. And mm. it looks highly unlikely that they won't be playing finals this year. Is he feeling the pressure? He's a 10-year coach now. And uh, let's hear from Ken. I put pressure on myself in year one. People think you you think, is there a timeline that you stop putting expectation on yourself? Once I, I stop and the team stops having an expectation of, of high-level performance, we should all walk away regardless of what the situation is. I don't feel like the team or myself or anyone at this footy club feels like that. I feel like we, um, 
we know exactly what we need to work at and we've got expectation that this year so far hasn't gone the way we would like it. You walked away from a, after making the grand final. With yeah, you. I thought I was done. Yeah, it was after three losing ones, yeah. Actually, just Incredible. to go through those teams again, Port, Lockie Jones, Trent McKenzie and Xavier Dersmer are in, David. Just good, in, a, good ins. Yeah, good in. Houston's out. I think he's got concussion. Yep. Riley Bonner with uh, protocol, health and safety. Tom Cleary's been omitted and so is William Drew. So they're the changes at Port. Um, and interesting game, isn't it, uh, on Saturday here playing Collingwood. But we're going to do our tips now, David. Let's we go are. I, just, I just want to um, play one more grab of Ken. He's asked how confident he is that he'll be the coach of the team next year. Again, it's not something for me probably to, to say too much around other than that I know I know what my role is and I know what my job is to do and I'll make sure I do it to my absolute best of my ability. And I'm sure the club has said a number of times that they know exactly what that is too. Have you started having discussions with club management about your future? I don't need to. <laughs> well, seriously, I've got a contract for next year. I don't need to have those conversations. That'd be different if it was next year and I was out of contract, but at the moment... We're, we're all on the same page here. There's not, a, there's not one, one little bit of divide in what we're trying to achieve, and that is to get this win this week. Yeah, good on you. You've got, the, got one more year. Uh, I think they'll improve next year. They've just had one of those years from hell. Started 0-5 and hasn't got back on track. Okay, AFL tips and the sample for Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Aussies, run only to benefit its members. Search Compare Host Plus today. Uh, no sample this weekend, so it's just purely AFL. Yeah, and I suppose we just should uh, make those changes again for the Adelaide Crows. Josh Worrell's in, which we... Well, about time. time. Yeah, that's he's, probably, he's done yeah. well, though, hasn't he? Gone yeah. back and, and played his role. And uh, Braden Cook out. He was the Medi sub last week. And Tom Duday's injured, of course. So that's the one change, really, there with the Medi sub. That's it. Yeah, you happy with that? All right, we want to do the games now. We've got those changes. Yep. Just to reiterate. Fremantle playing Melbourne tomorrow night, David. And that's in... In Fremantle. In um, Perth, rather. Ooh. They beat for, I'm going to go for an upset. I think Freo favourite. I'm going for Melbourne. Oh, well, I've gone for Melbourne. Uh, now, here we go. We've talked about the changes here for Port Adelaide. Collingwood playing Port Adelaide on Saturday at the oh. MCG. What a game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for a round of upsets. Collingwood have fallen in about eight times. I'm going Port Adelaide. You're kidding. You too. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, Swans on Saturday also playing GWS Giants at the SCG. Nah, pretty confident, Sydney. Gee, we look so far so good. Marvel Stadium, Saturday afternoon, 4.35. St Kilda playing Hawthorne. Oh, Saints are playing for their life. Um, I'll go the Saints just, but with no confidence at all. Gee, we're so dying without much confidence. <laughs> what about tomorrow night? Down at the Cattery, Geelong playing the Western Bulldogs. Yeah, that is a game. Yeah, it's hard to go. If that is game it? was in Melbourne, I'd go the Bullies, but it's just so hard to win there. And I'll go the Cats, but I think the Bulldogs almost got all their players back. will really put up a good fight. That's five in a row. We've got the same, but that's the way it is. Uh, uh, now, here, I'll be at the Adelaide Oval tomorrow night. Saturday night, rather. Adelaide playing Carlton. Yeah, I think once again, Blues have got a lot on the end of it. and They're getting players back too. I'll go Carlton. They should be too. They should be too good for Adelaide. Six in a row. We're all the same here. Uh, also on Sunday, Metricon Stadium, Gold Coast Suns playing the West Coast Eagles. Yeah, Gold Coast for minor. You can't you can't dip Eagles away from home. No, neither can I. Seven seven in a row with the same. This is unusual. This maybe this one. Richmond playing Brisbane at the MCG. Oh, wow. I heard a stat that 
Brisbane have won the MCG since 2014. I heard that too, yeah. It's eight years ago. and They don't play a lot of games here. They like it. Richmond are playing for their life. Yep. They're playing for their life for this season. So I'm going the Tigers. Well, there's our first one. First difference, is it? Yep. Okay. I am going. Brisbane. Brisbane. Okay. And the final game, Essendon playing North Melbourne. Oh, the Bombers. Uh, North Melbourne had their little moment of the sun when the coach got sacked, as they always do, and then <laughs> back to their old habits last week. I think Essendon and, and they could win that one pretty easily. Yeah, well, if uh, so we've just got the one change. You've gone for Richmond and I've gone for the Brisbane Lions. And no so sandful. No sandful at all. What's on tomorrow and the weekend for you? Well, tomorrow is uh, we've got a magnificent night, black tie night, to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the Adelaide Crows and then the game on the footy and then also a social event on Sunday. So it's going to be a busy weekend, reminiscing with a lot of very, very good players. And I heard all but two players will be there, which is... Pretty good, uh, you know, 25 years later. Yeah, I I'm not sure who the players are, but no. one will be Simon Goodwin. Yes, that's right. He's uh, in Perth, of course, coming back. So, yeah, uh, might catch up with him later in the weekend, though, rather than tomorrow. Have a great night. Have a great weekend. We'll do it all again Monday between 6 and 7. Bye for now. Bye, David. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.